Thank you guys for joining me here at Head Cannon Circus Review. Today we're going to review Totally Killer, an Amazon Prime horror comedy film. If you haven't heard about Totally Killer, check it out again on Amazon Prime. But a brief summary is, 35 years after the shocking murders of three teens, an infamous killer returns on Halloween night. They always seem to come on Halloween, right? To claim a fourth victim. When 17-year-old Jamie comes face-to-face -face with a masked maniac, she accidentally travels back in time to 1987. Forced to navigate the unfamiliar culture, Jamie teams up with her teenage mother to take down the psycho once and for all. If this is your first time joining us, we like to do what we call a one-sentence review. But before we jump into our one-sentence review, guys, let me go ahead and make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Join us, Head Cannon Circus, on YouTube, Instagram, and on Twitter. I guess now we're calling it X. X going to give it to you, guys. All right. Let's go on back to this review here for you. My one sentence review of Totally Killer is a totally killer white supremacist mask. And we'll get into that in a moment here, guys. Look, Totally Killer, like I said, I mentioned before, is a horror comedy on Amazon Prime. Like always, we do our pros and cons of every single movie. So let's start off with the cons. We'll get that uh, negativity out the way first. So con number one, sometimes the laughs come at the most inappropriate times. I had a little issue sometimes with the toning of the movie. It is a certain scene in here where one of the main characters is crying. And then the next, next scene is taking place in a schoolroom. And then they make this kind of joke, which is kind of funny, but a weird transition. And then they transition to another sad moment. And I kind of just looked at it like, Ugh, what, uh, what am I supposed to feel here? This, this wave of high lows, you know, rather than a crescendo and payoff. It kind of was wavy there, but it's a lot of little moments like that in here. Now, with a horror comedy, you expect to be some horror and some comedy, but you want to play them kind of intertwined. Sometimes here, it's like the movie stopped to a halt to make a joke, or sometimes it stopped to a halt to make, you know, some kind of horror aspect of it, a trope of the movie. So I didn't care for that much. I felt like it should have been a little smoother transition. Also, guys, I mean, the horror comedy drama, uh, genre especially like this one off the heels of like happy death day and happy death day 2 even going as far back as evil dead 2 a sam raimi classic uh horror, com horror comedies always have to walk that line they're very hard to do second con i hated the magical negro in this situation now she has a friend uh, smart genius level evidently mother genius level evidently and they kind of state it and you just roll with it because you want to get to the meat of the potatoes of it but it's never a situation where you felt like why she why are these two characters friends you know our main character jamie and her friend for how super genius she is like it it, it doesn't gel like they didn't have a moment or mention something that kind of bonded them to make them friends they just told them they're best friends and she just happened to be really really smart and her mother just happened to really really be smart too and happened to be working on a time machine which is you know neither here nor there <laughs> but i didn't care for that whole trope of it it just kind of really played into the magical negro and if you see the movie you'll get some more information on that too how that plays out my con and number three the ending worked too hard to be twisty like the the onus of this movie is jamie 
trying to figure out this, to solve this murder, but also kind of growing up and bonding with her mother. You know, the traditional trope of, oh, my mother was like this. She's nothing like how she was in the future when she's my mother. Wow, she was that kind of girl. And so you want to focus on that relationship and solving the murder. But instead, you do get all that. And then they kind of want to throw a twist in to make it seem like, oh, look, we got you. You thought it was going to be this, and this wasn't really the end. This is now the new ending. Um, but I will admit, one of the ending moments did do a beautiful callback to a point in the movie that I thought was really, really cool. But I didn't think the twist was necessary. They could have went with what they had and just made it a little longer and kind of ended the movie there because the reasoning for the killer, I mean, it's a horror movie. Do you really need a reason? But they give you a reason for him being the, the killer and going forward with it. All right, let's switch over to my pros. That's all I have for cons. So let's switch over to the pros. Again, guys, remember, like, share, and subscribe. Check out Totally Killer on Amazon Prime. Regardless if I love it or I hate it, I would say people watch movies. Movies are fun. Movies are good. Movies are enjoyable. All right, let's jump into my pros here. My first pro is I did love the blending of the genres. And when I say the blending of the genres, I'm talking about horror, sci-fi, even the comedic moments of it. Look, I'm a time travel fanatic and fool. I know the rules of it. Everybody's like, oh, it's lazy writing to do time travel. I think it's fun. And I like people that actually walk into the genre and try to give reasonings or explanations for how the time travel works. Some of them I buy, some of them I don't. But in this movie, I actually kind of brought into how time travel worked in here. I, I like the whole river analogy. Most people in love the Back to the Future thought process with Doc Brown and uh, parallel universes, and etc. This one does a really good job of explaining time travel in a fun moment. Even when she tries to talk about messing up the time continuum and etc. I was expecting Loki to jump out and, you know, clean up this variant. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I again, thought it was a really smart way to kind of handle the time travel mumbo jumbo, but move on. Also, the horror here, not as many jump jump scares, which I'm... I'm a fan of, but I feel like I want it to be done properly. This one did have some moments of just tension. And then it, it it's gruesome enough, but not too overly gory. So I did, again, the blending of the genres. And like I said, there's some funny moments in this movie. Don't get it twisted. Pro number two. Um, they did a proper way of playing off the whole woke PC era that we're in versus the 80s. And they do it so over the top that it's so funny. Like, it's a moment when she's in school that you'll just love uh would you know she's like oh you know she's doing the whole dog and pony show for what you had to do in our era but back then they're like come on child please get out of here you know like yeah we'll give you what you want it's okay uh even a part near the end with an amusement ride it was pretty funny but i thought they did those things pretty well also jamie kind of calls people out on their crap because she's coming from 2023 and she's back in 1987. So it was even a joke on here, which is kind of inappropriate, about drunk, drunk driving. And I thought it was hilarious. And, you know, just the image of it is a joke early on about smoking. That is it. But they're not beating you over the head with like, hey, look, the 80s is so much different than now. But it's kind of like they try to naturally play into the over-the-topness of like, almost to say, guys, you remember that we used to allow this? That we were just cool with this? And like how times have changed. And so... I thought that was really cool because a lot of people cry, oh, the woke you go broke thing. But I thought this was a very creative way 
to make those fusions of the PC culture of today versus the, the 80s, more loose and free moment. Um, even one lady goes, oh, the 80s is almost over. I haven't even done cocaine yet. Thought was hilarious. That's kind of the over-the-top comedy moment you get here. So I did enjoy that whole culture shock there. Um, like I mentioned, too, pro number three. Like I mentioned before, time travel is explained in a very fun way here that doesn't leave you trying to poke holes in it. Some of you will. I'll tell you the ones that are going to poke holes in it. Go eat one. Have fun with it. Like, I, I think the way they explain it and make it happen is just enjoyable and it makes sense for the movie. And it slides through with that same kind of logic. Again, I know somebody's Twitter fingering now like, well, in this scene, they say this about time travel and, you know, this couldn't happen. I, whatever. Um, Another uh, number four, my pro number four, the performances work very well here, especially when they get to 1987, where a lot of the characters have to switch between being terrified of possibly getting killed versus still making jokes and being humorous. I thought that was pretty well done. Uh, and one of the performances, uh, Jamie's mother, um, you know, Claire from Martin Family, she's the mother in the, the, the regular timeline and. But when, you know, they go back to the past, you know, they had to get a younger actress to play her. And I thought that actress did a really good job of just the mannerisms, the kind of snarkiness. And look, let's be real. Some of, I think, the reason why um, she was uh, Claire from Martin Family. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. And yeah, I know I don't know no names, so let's keep it a bean. Uh, I think part of the reason she was cast is because people know that persona from that show. And I think it worked very well here. So when you see her in the past, you kind of associate some things and it works pretty well. But she does a great job of playing, um, just a spoiler, kind of the mean girl. But also you can see some compassion and heart there. But you also can see that it's, you know, she's still a teenager with hormones and urges and, you know, go for it. That's another cool thing in these performances. They play these teenagers like horned up teenagers, like <laughs> you're supposed to, I guess. Um, and that's it. And it's good fun with that one. Um before I give you my final synopsis and my rating, again, remember, guys, like, share, and subscribe. Help us out. Help us help you. We'll keep watching these movies that help you out so you can see if you want to watch these movies. And you can help us by sharing, giving us a subscribe, and liking this stuff. And, you know, makes us, as Jason says, gives us all the monies. And he can do all that stuff, crazy stuff that he wants to do. Jason may become a supervillain if we get too big. So just FYI, I'll try to keep him under control, but... It's going to be a hard task. All right, <laughs> let's go on to my rating. All right, we do a rating system of a one through five, one being straight boo-boo, five being great. And my rating for Totally Killer is a 3.5, guys. I did enjoy it. Overall synopsis, it's a fun movie for if you're a horror person, you'll enjoy the horror and a little bit of gore. If you are not a great horror person, but you like that kind of teeny, rompy Back to the Future or any kind of time travel movie or even things like uh, Freaky Friday kind of situations where you got the parent and the kid having to interact on different levels rather than the saddest they were before. If you enjoy those kind of movies, you'll enjoy this. It has a place a lot with that. Also, if you enjoy just I wouldn't say this is the smartest comedy, but it's a little better than some of the stuff that we've been getting. You can tell that somebody actually sat down and tried to make funny references and make funny analogs from 2023 to 19 to the 80s. And I think that's, I mean, that's pretty commendable because you can 
phone that performance in and phone those writings in. So I did really, really enjoy that. Guys, I would definitely say if you got Amazon Prime, check it out. If you don't got Amazon Prime, I'm not going to tell you to illegally do anything. I'm just going to say, check it out. However you see fit. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, the main character in this um, is the young lady that played Sabrina in the Netflix series. So it was good seeing her in a different role because I thought Sabrina in the Netflix series is kind of a doof. Not saying the actress is a doof. She she played what she was written to play. But this one shows her as more competent and more capable. And I thought that was a good thing because I feel like Sabrina started off like that. And then later on in the season, she just became, yeah, anyway. We could have, I could have a whole, I make a whole video about the Sabrina show. And maybe I'll do that for people's enjoyment. But okay, guys, that's my rating of Totally Killer on Amazon Prime. Again, remember to help us out with the, you know, the thumbs up and all the other cool stuff that you do on all the social sites. We will be back soon. Like I told you, Head Cannon Circus is back in the building. We will be back soon with more reviews. And we're going to do our show, live shows coming back out on Thursdays. Sorry, on Fridays. And we'll see you then. You guys enjoy yourself. Peace.